0: Three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast,
1: a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. Yes,
0: indeed. And, 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 And now here's your host,
1: the one, the
0: only, Asher Chua.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Garrett.
2: Thanks, Asher. Good to be here.
1: But I guess like we were just saying, having a, uh, a mini conversation, just being in, in engineering, it, it's interesting. And, and I just mentioned the part about psychology and you're talking about how in, in engineering, you don't necessarily see that, or I guess it, it, it's not intuitive, maybe that you're supposed to connect people because we you you build people in a sense, like you said, getting a bridge with a car or getting you from point A to point B, or just being in a building for that matter. But thinking back, one of the classes I remember taking was, um, is like an extracurricular class that you just needed to meet a certain credit, like a humanities or something like that, because another thing's like, they want you to be well-rounded. And it was actually an engineer teaching the class like he did as undergraduates in engineering. And then he went back to do his master's in psychology. And I'm blanking on what class it was, but I just remember like his approach to things and how he would respond in a way. It's like you get a grade back and it's not quite what you wanted. And like certain critiques (laughs) that people just give you just like, oh man, like, okay, like I guess it's, it's not that good, but it's like, I wish I got the grade and I don't want to hear all that other stuff you're talking about.
2: Yeah. You know, some, some teachers are always great about landing those blows a little bit uh, easier than others. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I, gosh, I remember, uh, you know, being in class with Dr. Khan, and he would just merciless, mercilessly just, you know, um, pick on students, but not in a, not in a malicious way, but just like, uh, you know, I want to get, kind of get your attention and, and, you know, and and tries to coach you in the right way. Like for instance, I was always that kid that loved to raise his hand. Right. I just love to just be like, Dr. Khan, I know this, please (laughs) pick me. I volunteer. Uh, and you know, it, it was just funny because I would just put myself out there and he would always be like, uh, no, someone else other than Sullivan, please. Um, <laughs> but then he would call on me and then the rare chance that I'm wrong about something, uh, you know, he'll say, Sullivan, I think you've been in school a little bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> and He's just like, oh man, brutal. But at the same time, it's like, you know, he's like, he's, Okay, we get it. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> give
0: someone else a chance.
2: Right. It's, give someone else an opportunity to learn. Uh, and and so it's so it it's amazing how those two worlds of engineering and psychology kind of work, right? Mm. You are as an engineer trying to figure things out, mm. right? Figure out how to to either build, connect, what have you, um, and a lot of that is based upon observing failure mm. right and and designing against failure
0: yeah
2: um well and sometimes service right service level or for uh lrfd factor safety you know and mm. call it what you will but you're designing against uh, a limit state right
0: yeah
2: and psychology is kind of the understanding of the human um aspect of it
0: mm.
2: when it's stress when it's when it's performing well. Um, and it has a huge influence on our ability to think about creative problems, non-creative problems. It, it's all part of that ability to connect, communicate, whatever you need in order to do the engineering. Right. Yeah. So I, it's just, it's, it really is kind of fundamental to to understand people yeah. when when doing the engineering too it's yeah. it, it is funny how that works out
1: what's what's interesting is like until you said that i hadn't i'd never put it together like that in my head but for some reason it, it just it seems to make sense in that in that way because like from the time for me leaving school it was like okay you've you've got this rigorous training where you go through a little bit of this a little bit of that like you're supposed to do like all your core classes. That's like all engineers, like the electrical engineers do it, the mechanicals, civils, environmentals, like whatever other like software engineers. We take some of like the same core classes, but then when you get into like the higher level stuff, it's really pushing your buttons in some ways where you wonder half the times are the teachers conspiring, are they? <laughs> are they just like meeting up and just be like, oh, let's see, uh, let's see how we can mess with them. Like this week, how can we really like just put them right there on the edge where they just want to quit? <laughs> <laughs>
2: that that asher kid, he's got it coming to him. Let's get him today.
1: Yeah, but it it's like just seeing seeing that and just kind of thinking about how much went into really building you as a person, but also like you said, like you study a material and you say like, okay, obviously steel has this strength, concrete has this strength, and you know to what point it fails, and then knowing that you put in assurances as warning signs to say, OK, if the building starts to like creak or lean this way, you have in more than enough time to run out of there, get yourself to safety before everything just comes tumbling down. But now from like a psychological perspective, looking at it as it relates to like knowing, as a lot of people are saying now, it's like you yeah, have trauma, for instance, or like triggers that people see on a regular basis or just kind of having to go back in your mind and see like, okay, this is how childhood was. And then this came after childhood. And then things that are still bothering me, I haven't dealt with yet. So it's like, you got to go and like, okay, how do I build back up the person that I was or build back up the person that I want to be until like, you become more resilient. And it's not like, oh, you don't want no failures to come your way. But you've got to deal with the failures and the fall downs and the letdowns after they come because it's like, regardless of how you look at it, they're going to come. And that just just you tying those two things together really is is helping me kind of put a, a bow on the end of the year as I look forward to just be like, you know, there have been stressors, of course, but now like having taken the time to really unpack some things and deal with them one-on-one as I needed to, it, it makes it more clear. You know,
2: I, I have a feeling we've had a very similar experience. Um, I, I've gone through the, well, I'm going to give you a little bit of my story right now. I've mm-hmm. I've recently gone through a divorce, where you know at some point my family and I were very much my immediate family were very much separated. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, you know, when you're going through that, you can feel like the person that you are, that you identified with, mm-hmm. you know, that you've got a few pillars that are standing holding up that house, and suddenly they fall, mm-hmm. right, and you or they feel like because if you've suddenly removed a, a giant chunk of who you established yourself to be, and you've got to now say, okay, what am I going to do now? Um And, you know, and you go through a struggle of how am I going to cope with this? What, what, what things am I doing? Right. What things am I doing wrong? And you are going to look at yourself with this eye of God, I really shouldn't have done that. You know, I, to me, a person that is going through a major depressive episode or anxiety or is, is actually a very intelligent person, mm-hmm. but they've taken that intelligence to, and and instead of whittling it to, towards a problem external of them, it now gets more internalized. Um, and when that happens, it, it, it almost takes a, it, it takes some forgiveness of that person, no matter what has happened in the situation or no matter what, you're going through it, it takes some some willingness to try to build back up what that original image was um I will say that in in going through that process for myself what helped me to kind of understand what I was going through mm. and try to help the healing or the rebuilding process was um, it's actually just a little micro story um, sometime late 2019. I had gotten a new um, uh, job opportunity with uh, my current employer yeah. and it, it came at a very stressful time, a very sort of rewarding time for me, but a very stressful time. Uh, it, my second child was born uh, in June of that year. And, uh, and I was working towards a major milestone project for myself um, that was very important to me because not only did it kind of represent a part of, how I grew up, but something that I really wanted to do. Um, uh, and as I'm now venturing off to this new firm, it was like, I wanted to be the greatest dad, I wanted to be the greatest worker, and I wanted to be you know, lead provider for my family. I wanted all three of those. Yeah. And you somehow have to balance all that, right? And so last day of my job, uh, you know, I'd say that till 3 o'clock that morning. I was no stranger to lack of sleep at that point after you know, waking up and getting to hand her, hand her off to be fed. And turning in the papers, got the permit stamps on, and now it's you know, 3 o'clock, and now 5 o'clock I'm going to be leaving. So I'm packing up all my stuff, and I had just gotten that deadline done. I'm like, I'm feeling great. Let's pack everything up. Let's go. Start packing things up, packing things up, packing things up. At the top of that stack, the last thing to be packed was a little coffee mug uh what light white, white little coffee mug that had sort of this text of you know dad uh established 2016 mm-hmm. it was an announcement cup that i that was part of a gift package that i gave to my parents my my then-in-laws uh and my then wife and myself just because this was going to be the first grandchild child on on both sides of the family right mm-hmm. so to me that was a cup of, Hey, this is, this is one of my pillars, right? This is, this is something I have built on and I actually love that cup, right? I used to drink from it every day and I put it right at the top of the stack. So I'm going to lift it, all this stuff at the same time. And I've got to get out the door, put my back up to the door, cup slips off, falls down and shatters, right? I tried to juggle just all my books, all my um, personal things, all my, uh, you know, energy and drive, all trying to do it at the same time, and you can't do it all at the same time, not without help. I mean, I should have just said, "Hey, um, Becca or Megan, can you please open the door for me? I, I need to get out the door." Thank you. Um, but no, I was so driven to just go, 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 go. Let's go. I can do this. You start to test those failures. You start to test those failure limits, right? And so, what I after going through the you know the process of starting a divorce and finding the pieces of this cup in the top of my closet, some eight months, ten months later, you know during one of the more darker times of my life, um, I saw this cup and I'm like, okay, we need to we need to fix this. This cannot stay this cannot stay broken. We we got to glue this cup back together because this is not only just My my own representation of what myself is, but this is me forgiving myself for making a mistake or or trying to balance too much and something falling off the side. Um, So what I actually did was: Have you heard of um, it's called? It's a Japanese method of repair, um, repairing pottery. It's called kintsugi. Uh, I haven't Um, heard of it. Well, it's a it's a method of repairing pottery where you take you know pieces of the pottery that's shattered. Mm -hmm. and you glue it back together but instead of just just normal glue um you take gold leaf and you highlight the lines of this of the fracture with gold leaf so that when you look at the final piece that is then pieced together it kind of emphasizes the fact that this thing has broken
0: Mm
2: -hmm. right yeah and because it's gold right there's more value in in those fractured lines uh so that after reading about that i was like i'm blown away this is awesome we're gonna we're gonna go and try to fix this piece of pottery we're, we're, you know, i'm excited it's everything's gonna be fine yeah um and i'm like i'm gonna do this the authentic way um so i got a, one of those kits that's like 80 bucks from from amazon it's like oh great all, you know, all i need is gloves and a little bit of a mask and i'll go in and okay it's got this stuff called roosh oil roosh oil okay what's that I don't know. Okay. I shouldn't get it on them. Okay, fine. You know, it's fine. Mm
0: -hmm. Well,
2: it turns out Urush oil is, um, it's kind of derived from, uh, it's a lacquer that's basically derived from oak trees Mm -hmm. and it's the same active ingredient in poison ivy that makes poison ivy, poison ivy. Oh no. So you, you really don't want that getting on your face. And, uh, I got it on my face. <laughs> and, yeah. and elsewhere right mm-hmm. it was sort of like elephant man going on right Ooh. so yeah so in the process of trying to like piece these pieces back together right and it's like uh, yeah, i am sweating getting all over uh i'm i'm at it's it's gonna it's painful right it, it and it looks like hell yeah right? literally you're 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 swollen right people are looking into you like what what did you do did you are, are you have you been drinking <laughs> What's going on, man? Going through a rough time, huh? It's like, I'm trying to do some pottery. Uh, I, I, I think I'm allergic to the lacquer. Um, in the process of me trying to put the pieces back together, it's a painful process because mm-hmm. you're going to want to take those pieces and have them align nicely and be, be true, to, true to yourself and, and try to create this new thing, right? Because you've gone through this process of change. Mm-hmm. And those pieces are not going to fit together nicely all the time. They're not going to look exactly the same. Um, in fact, it's better if it doesn't. Um, because that process is is important. That healing process is, is important. One second, I've got my daughter is this is a really weird time to have a transition. Hey, sweetie. Weird transition period. There you go. So um yeah, uh, popcorn fiasco. Um <laughs> So in that process of trying to heal, um, you're, you're coming up on some things that are giving you the reason you need to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not pretty, it's painful.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but you are going to be so much better afterwards. Right. Right. It's, it's the same for like engineering failures. You know, it's, it's painful, you know, in some instances, there's a lot of money that's lost because something has collapsed or whatever, mm-hmm. and and you know heaven forbid people are affected directly with their lives, Injur- injuries or death, you know. But in any sort of tragedy or failure or or you know, there's there are lessons to be learned. And the the sad, the saddest thing that can come out of tragedy is not learned. And when you become a teacher, in a lot of instances you are trying to make sure that people don't have to go through those hard lessons. Right. Yeah. And that they don't have to experience that pain. I mean, you're basically just like kid, you either have to derive this yourself or you can just figure out what so and so did and derive like several years before you. Yeah.
0: You
2: know, and I'm, I'm very thankful to have a family full of teachers. Like it's, it's been wonderful. My mom is a teacher. My my, I have like ten aunts and uncles on one side that are teachers. It's it's crazy, yeah. and um, and a lot of it is because they not only enjoy people, mm. they want to help people, uh, but and it's rewarding. Not financially, <laughs> not, not financially. Um, you're building, you're building people, you're building a future, you're building a society. Yeah. Right, that person's going to be an architect an astronaut, a millionaire, you know, hopefully someone that pays their taxes, but you know, <laughs> you know, so, someone that's going to have an impact on other people. Yeah, man, that
1: that's a, it's a great analogy and a, a great a great point. I am curious what what has life been like for you since um since college because it's like I, I was saying earlier we we went to tech, graduated and then everyone kind of just went and built their life on their own um, to the best of their ability.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Everyone's trying their best. Um, yeah. So after college, I got a job out in Atlanta, um, for about a year. Uh, I was, I was an intern there and stayed there for about a year, Mm -hmm. um, designing, uh, data centers, uh, for, you know, one and one. Um, and (laughs) you know, your mind gets wiped right now. Um, and once I had done that, I got an opportunity to go out to uh, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. to work for a firm that uh, does a lot of, uh, they call it everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone in D.C. calls what they do everything. Um, but they did a lot of rehabilitation, particularly involving uh, government, government buildings and um, uh, things associated with the national arts so like Smithsonian um, and other art institutes and other cultural institutions. Yeah. And they also did a lot of um, schools. And uh, yeah. so that was very rewarding. I got to do things like designing elephant enclosures for the National Zoo, um, uh, Dorothy B. Ham Middle School. That used to be uh, Stratford Middle School. So there's a, a little bit of a, um, a cultural contribution Mm. Uh, but also I, I got to do a lot of, um, other stuff with government. Do you enjoy um, government work or? Yes. <laughs> See, the thing is there are things to enjoy about it. Yeah. It doesn't feel like you're enjoying it at the time, but mm. after you come out of it, it's like, all right, I'm glad I had that experience,
0: mm.
2: you know? Um, because it, it, it's a challenge, right? You're working with a government, um, budget and taxpayers are behind that budget. Mm -hmm. And you are liable to the taxpayers. And so they're constantly Mm -hmm. overwatched, and you're constantly monitored because you're responsible to quite a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes these projects are, are um, scrutinized very heavily because something went wrong or uh, there's a history behind why this engineering is needed. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so people are watching with, with like laser hawks, and so you have to be watching too, and you have to be kind of on your game to say why you did what you did. There's right. a lot of justification, right? And so you got to right. show your numbers. You can't just say, eh, good enough," <laughs> you know. So there was a lot of that, um, but it was it was rewarding because then you 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 know steel isn't forged in in cold fire. It's it's some hot shit, right? right and and you know you're combining all sorts of stuff to make that steel as strong and you know i don't want to say flexible but stiff yeah. uh as possible uh because it's it's gonna get it's gonna get used mm-hmm. right uh you don't want fires of mordor type uh intensity but um wouldn't hurt well <laughs> yeah it, it, it'll hurt but right. it, it it's gonna it's, you don't need that Yeah. It's for a good cause. It's for a good cause. (laughs) Um, So after that opportunity, that's when I, my last project was a, with that firm was a, um, a Catholic uh, church out in Aldi, Virginia. Hmm. And having been raised Catholic, um, you know, that was sort of a neat project where it's like, Oh, I'm not just the altar boy anymore. You know, Hmm. I'm, I'm actually the man behind the curtain now. I am building this thing called a church and it's going to be beautiful mm, yes um yeah i went to my head a little bit but um but it, it was a nice sort of come around full circle right and it's it was a very marvelous experience because it's a very beautiful church and you know someone described to me when i'm of course i like to brag though what I said to um who doesn't uh a lot of people actually um <laughs> someone said you know wow what what a beautiful church think about all the weddings and births and the um the uh ceremonies that are going to go on in that church and think about how many lives that's going to change and how many how many you know come to faith moments that person's going to have right where people are going to have and, and it was sort of like oh damn she's right yeah holy crap i'm wow um you know you do have an opportunity to change lives -hmm. Whether you know it or not. Some some of the actions that you take, just doing your everyday thing, does change lives. It's it's when you kind of slow down, you kind of talk to people and connect with them that Mm -hmm. you realize, wow, I've I've had an opportunity to to influence for the better, right? And so it's always important to take it, take a step back and just soak it in. You know, it also helps you recalibrate and say, have I have I affected people positively mm. um, with what I'm doing? And if if you don't feel like you're doing that, you've got to change mission, right? right? You've got to change your course.
0: You, you
2: have to be kind of accountable for your future, mm. right? And say, either this is exactly what I want to do yeah. or this this isn't right. So taking that opportunity to say, wow, I did something really awesome, go make yeah. um isn't is important. But also that step of, oh really, that was kind of really cruddy. Is this something I really want to do it is super important.
1: Did, did that last project with that group um, challenge you to have that dialogue with yourself and kind of make you go a different direction?
0: Uh,
2: no. <laughs> uh, what was going on was I was recruited at the same time with that firm. I, I was actually uh, happy with that firm. Mm-hmm. I just got an offer to be very much happier in a different firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... It's it's good when you're enjoying your work because people will see that and say, "Wow, he's really enjoying his work." I want him to enjoy his work over there. Yes. Um, so it was one of those situations, uh, and hey, I'm I'm still quite happy with with uh, my situation right now. Um, so I went from that job, from going and doing government contracts to now doing schools and and you know these very large uh, private residences. Um that are very rewarding too. I I just had a project built for um for the top for a Georgetown Preparatory School, which is I don't know why the Catholics love me so much, but that's a Catholic uh preparatory school for a uh, high school boys and I think girls. I think they're doing a, a full story. Maybe don't quote me on that.
1: I oh, I didn't miss that part. Uh sorry. Oh, oh did I cut out? No, I, and you might have, or or it may have been me. I I was um Looking at some technical stuff on my background, and I was like, maybe I should have the the VPN turned on. But then I think I I I might have clipped it right when you were you were responding. Is like my bad. Uh, okay.
2: No. Uh, so where where did I stop? Um,
1: so I was asking you about the oh, and the other thing I just noticed, and I, I see like you've got your video and the audio. They're coming in differently. Did you want them together, or or is that intentional?
2: Um, I did want them together, but I couldn't get my audio to sync with my uh, computer. Oh, okay, uh,
1: okay, got you. Yeah, so I had
2: to come in with different channels.
1: Hey, that works. We'll we'll keep it going. But um, All right. you were responding to the question I was asking you about um, doing the switch, but you you were telling me about being recruited to the new firm.
0: Oh, right.
2: So the
0: the
2: by the switch from one firm to another wasn't well motivated by like any sort of cataclysmic event it was yeah. just an opportunity that i got from my new firm to join their company right um at that point with my old firm i was very much enjoying what i was doing mm-hmm. and i had a lot of great opportunities to do a lot of important work mm-hmm. and when you do that people notice and people want to be involved with that you know yeah. when your light shines shi- sh- when your when your light shines bright people tend to notice because it's kind of blinding Right? Mm-hmm. and they just want to either. And for some people, it can. They want to snuff it out, and some people just want to say, "Hey, come on over here.
0: Yeah. It's nice and warm." Yeah.
2: Right. And so this was an opportunity to someone noticed how warm it was,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and now I'm enjoying building schools uh, and you know very large private residences. Um, but my largest project I've just worked on that just completed or got to the top of its structural at part was a uh, Georgetown Preparatory School which is a very large catholic um uh private school private boarding school yeah. um out in uh, north dc uh, maryland area uh, gotcha. so so i went from one catholic project to another catholic project and i just i guess i get followed by all the catholic <laughs> people all the time now right i got that look about me um so uh so that was a very fulfilling job that I had recently. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's just just cranking out buildings, man. Got gotcha. you. more people. Yeah what's
1: that What's that been like for you? I guess not just going from one company to another, but actually getting to work on the things that you you studied about, like getting to like see all that homework that you had to do, or, or just all that the learning. Of like okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and doing this, but then you actually have a chance to apply it and enjoy what you applied and what you learned.
2: It's it's very rewarding, right? Because you, when you're going through it, you you always are thinking, "How is this practical? Am I ever going to do this? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? Why are we learning about shear diagrams and how that's being influenced by bending moment diagrams for pre-stressed concrete beams?" Why? why, why, why? um and then you get to your first big boy project or big girl project and you're saying oh crap did i check the bendy diagram and you the shear diagram is that going to cause the influence of that? you know you go through your mind and, and you realize you go through those hellfire so that you can um do really do amazing stuff right and as you okay. get further and further along the design process you realize that some of the some of the things that you've tested on in school prepared you to say, oh, that's, that's the really hard method. Let's go this way. Mm. It actually helps you to make better decisions. When, when people challenge you and test you, they are preparing you to make good decisions and when you're going through that, you don't realize that the reason why you struggle is so that you can prepare yourself to make, um, the appropriate decisions that will lead to more fruitful. Term. You know,
0: right. I don't want
2: to, I don't want to do a W12 by 14 D. I I want to do a W eight by 24. Right. Right. Here's the reason why. You know, uh, you know, you can say wider flames, better detailing, blah, 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 skinnier for the architect, you know, what have you. But there are a list of things why you are you are continually testing in school to help give you awareness. Yeah. Right. And some of that comes with experience. Right, right. But right. right. all experience is is just getting comfortable with yourself and the knowledge you learned in London school, mm. and knowing that that knowledge does have a payoff. Yeah, right. Experience is just seeing your successes come to fruition. Right.
0: Yeah. And
2: the, those success, successes erasing whatever you know concept of failure you may have had. Mm. It's a, it's sort of experiences knowing that you'll get past whatever challenge that you've gotten through. Right.
0: Yeah. Because you're there.
2: Right. It's like hello, hi. I'm <laughs> still alive. Yeah. Um. You know. And and you and you just it helps to get more experience, right? Yeah. More and and as a person get more experiences,
0: hmm.
2: right? Because yeah. Not only as an engineer, you know, you're practicing for the professional engineering exam. You're gonna be you're gonna be tested on a wide swath of topics. Hmm. So you want to be well versed in a wide swath of topics before you specialize. Right. Right. Give me one second. I've got a I've got a girl that's yeah, you're good. Passing.
0: You're good. That, that-
1: but I I like where where the conversation's going and I and I was almost wondering to myself, like it, it's like I'm having a conversation almost with Yoda, but I'm I'm enjoying it and <laughs> being able to appreciate it. I say Yoda just because it's like that's kind of the, the go-to figure whenever people say you're you're getting wisdom or you're getting knowledge. And um I wonder from your perspective, like the the knowledge that you've acquired, whether it's through school, work, being able to teach, having children, like have you been able to articulate that more recently due to like the experiences you've had, whether it relates to school, work or parenting or like where does that come from, like the ability to reflect, and then also like to give that information to someone else to say, like, here's a cliff notes of what I've seen so far this year. Like what, how, what has given you the ability to verbalize that as easily as you, as you have been? Therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Lots
2: of therapy. Uh, Yeah. Go to therapy kids. Um, No, that's part of it. Right. That ability to just look at what you're doing, and, and and sort of question whether you need to talk to someone else about that is is super important, right? Yeah. Um, also helps to be very self centered, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It, it you know, like, and that sounds very very um, narcissistic, probably because it is oh smidge, um, but you know you're. This is gonna sound very um well self-centered but you know you're kind of the star of your own life mm. right and you know you you best you're you're the subject matter expert right um it, so it helps to know the character mm. or know the uh, know the, the person right and to ask yourself those questions and, and sort of have those thoughts um for me those thoughts about what I'm doing come a lot when I I like to cycle uh at least you know three times a week try to but my, my go-to time is on a Sunday uh usually in the morning and you know I'll put on my earbuds, I'll get on the bike and I'll go for you know two or three hours at a time. And you know you've got either Becky Minaj or uh you know Lady Daga playing in your ears at that same time you you're starting to think, you know, how can I I'm in that situation better? Or you know what what can I do to set me up for success next week. Or how, wow, some, so-and-so is really struggling with this. How can I help them, right? Um, you have to have a willingness to look at yourself, right? Um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not narcissistic when you want to improve yourself, right? Or improve on things you do uh, for the betterment of pe- other people because um, there's an element of selflessness involved. Um, and, and self-centered is not necessarily a bad thing you have to have that moment of peace and quiet amidst the chaos to clear out the clutter, right. And come to terms with what's left amidst that chaos. And one thing that's also very much helped me is not only the exercise, having that time to just go and process what I need to process while exercising, which is great. Um, also take time to meditate and, you know, coming from Yoda, you know, That should have been the first thing I said. Um, um, taking ten minutes to meditate and forcibly push those whatever thoughts you're having out, whatever is driving your mentality that day out for ten minutes works wonders, right? Because as people try to absorb more and more and more and more, more starts to crowd um, the headspace. As a, as a person that absorbs quite a lot. Um, you know, not just like information, technical information, but also personal information. Like I can, I can kind of read the room kind of quickly and just sort of absorb, absorb like, oh, so-and-so is doing great today. I mean, Justin is not feeling so good. What about Jennifer over there? Um, you know, as that person that just constantly wants to absorb, you have to put up those walls and push stuff out so that you can come to center with what's going on inside you. Right. Cause if you don't take that time to really come to terms with what's going on inside you, you know, it, it's, it, you start to lose yourself because it's buried underneath this mound of everyone else.
1: Mm, that's a good, that's a good answer.
2: <laughs>
1: I guess um, one one of Thanks, two, <laughs> <laughs> one of two questions I've been asking people um this year is, what have you gained from the year 2020 and 2021?
2: Um, from 2020 and 2021. Um, I would say freedom. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not gonna even point to one year in particular. It, I have gotten that opportunity to to grow and to um become a more ardent um advocate for myself within those last two years, right? And and what I want to be. Um and that has looked very interesting as as you're going through a you know national pandemic right that's kind of got you closed off in your own room or your own house whatever and saying like wow this guy has gone through you know the ringer in the last two years and he's saying that he's got his freedom when other people feel restricted by staying indoors and wearing a mask what what kind of loony bin is this guy but you know when when you're able to find your voice and speak it and not be restricted by um, by things like not being able to reach out to people. Um, you know that's that's huge. Um, I think the biggest lesson is you know find freedom no matter how how you need to right. You
0: you've
2: you've got to understand what freedom looks like for you in the situation that you're in, and as long as it's not impacting people negatively um pursue it and, and enable it for other people. Yeah. Have have you been able to do that for other people this year to
1: help them kind of gain their freedom or just by your presence or you being around them.
2: You know, I will say I hope I have. Um my aspiration is always to be a, a you know, leave leave a place in a in a better condition than when I came in. Yeah. So I'm always that guy that if we If I go to a restaurant and I've got my own table, um, you know, the table gets spotless before I leave. Like I'm wiping down the table and I'm trying to look out for the waiting staff. And it's like, it's everything spotless before I leave. I'm, I'm so keen on trying to maintain a positive addition um, that, you know, you hope you do. Having said that, you know, you always question how, how you can do better. I mean, not from a like, Oh, did I do a good enough job? But like, How how can you continuously improve? Right. And I think when you've got that mentality, of course you're going to have less things in a better place. Right. It's like, for example, Tony Stark Mm -hmm. started out as a major douchebag, right? Very self-centered, very, very much just wanting to have an Iron Man suit to defend himself and you know what have you, but after you know, but as he progresses through the storyline, he softens. He 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 hits more challenges and he, he you know improves, 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 improves. Not only just as a engineering i'm taking everything into consideration but as a person his motives change from weapons manufacturer to a you know, guy that ultimately well spoilers uh ultimately dies for humanity right mm-hmm. um and and through the through that time you know he gets married he has a kid he mentors uh, another kid he builds a team you know he he reaches out and tries to engage people yeah. He realizes people are part of the equation, not just some badass suit.
0: Mm.
2: Um, you know, you always want to leave a more positive influence on others. Mm. You do that by maintaining a, a positive attitude. You do that by building connections, right. and you do that by kind of leaving yourself out of the equation a little bit. Yeah, you know, obviously, you want to insert yourself into situations and you know it always feels good to you to say hey i helped with that don't forget about me (laughs) but people are people people are good at what they do people have to be encouraged to do what they do well Mm -hmm. and you don't always have to be the sharpest tool in the tool shed uh you have to know which tool to use and sometimes you're not the tool that needs to be used You can be a tool, but you need to be able to say, look, look, Tony over here, he's going to be better at this. Why don't don't we encourage him to go and and do this? One of the lessons that I've learned is while trying to carry all my things at once, um, sometimes there are people out there that think they can't carry, um, but they can. They are strong enough, Mm -hmm. right? And part of those people growing is just showing them Hey, you can do this. And a lot of it is just seeing people for who they are, people that struggle, people that are going through a hard time. And the only thing that's limiting them is them. Mm-hmm. It's it's just saying to them, like, look, you're 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 an awesome human being. You are, you know, the bee's knees, so to speak. Uh get out there and just do it. You know, whoever is talking to you inside your head ain't worth shit. Just go out there and, and tackle it, because I know you can do it. Yeah. And and that takes a lot of strength from within and a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. And they you just have to sit there and say, like, "Hey, I got you." Yeah. And some some of those people are grown adults, some of them are just 5-year-old kids trying to ride a bike.
1: Yeah, speaking speaking of uh, Tony Stark and Spider-Man, of course, have you seen the new trailer? Yes, I have. I have. You, you going to go see it? Oh, hell yeah yeah i'm definitely thinking to myself if there are two movies that i'll see this year i want to see nobody earlier at the start of the year and then i was like i might just go see this one in theaters yeah. oh yeah
2: this this would be the yeah I'm, I'm ready to see all all the uh spider dudes yeah spider bros and their and their spider villains
1: yeah it i guess I know this is this is kind of taking a detour, but I was like, it just got into my head and I was like, I got to I got to talk about it. But or I want to talk about it. But anyways, um, what are some of the things that kind of stood out to you? Because like I'd seen other trailers, like I saw the one for the Eternals and and the other things I hadn't really kept up with them. But this trailer seeing it last week was just one of those that kind of reminded me like, oh, this is what it's like to like anticipate something that's coming out and have like that thing that gives you the chills you have the throwback mm-hmm. moments you have like all those things that kind of stand out but what what are some things that were like i can't wait for this
2: uh the i mean the buildup is always immense right so you know you've got that uh alfred molina who's gonna be doc doc again mm. who was like a uh, second spider-man movie ever yeah yeah it's like
0: Oh, yeah, we're going to
2: do this. And then Green Goblin comes in It's like, oh, yeah, Willem Dafoe, we're doing this. Guy. Everyone's going to be in there. And then you see Jamie Foxx, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, they're getting all the universes together. We're doing this.
0: We're freaking doing this.
2: Yeah. Um. You know, you, you get juiced up and then it's like you get juiced up. But then, you know, you go through this scenario of like, oh, this is this is getting too juicy. Uh, there's too much good happening here. How are they going to mess this up? Something's going to happen. They're not going to have it nearly as much. Are we just seeing all the good stuff with credits? And it's like, "Mm, mm, mm, no, no, this is going to be really good. Yeah, Um, I I think you know, given what Marvel has done with the franchise so far, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, they always inject originality and spontaneity, and you know, really good humor, and are able to balance out the right tones on the character and do. The long, art character development, yeah. By incorporating the Sony property, that's like the ultimate long, long branch character development because you've potentially got like three different Spider-Man going to be pointing fingers at each other, like, like, hey, you're not Spider-Man. <laughs> no, I'm Spider-Man. No, you're Spider-Man. <laughs> no. Um, that that builds a lot of. I mean, it's just a creative smorgasbord. It's like someone took a blender of all that good stuff and we're like, how how can we make this work? How can How can we make all the connections here? Like, how can we point more things to more things um and to me it's a very exciting creative thing you know you you think about all the throwbacks that they do and right people like to feel nostalgic about their past and things that they've seen before but i think people just want to be able to connect to you know things that they're most comfortable with and being able to say like wow that old thing that i saw when i was a kid that was really cool i love seeing that you know why i love seeing that it's because i went to go see that with my dad and we were just coming back from a funeral and we needed to be prepped up and you know seeing uh uh um toby mcguire just haul like an entire train of people with both of his arms you know shooting spider webs to the buildings. yeah, yeah that was freaking awesome that that really gave me the mo- you know so it's when people say like, yeah, you know, it's 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 nostalgic porn, you know, it's like there's a reason why.
0: Yeah. You
2: know, there's a reason why people circle back to those to those moments in their past, you know.
0: Yeah. You know, there's a reason why
2: grand granddad says, back in my day, uh, we used to do because it was a good time.
0: Yeah.
2: It was a great time. I think people want to have that um novelty though. And by combining all that nostalgia into kind of a blender. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So to speak, it's a new way of providing nostalgia. So I'm I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah,
1: likewise. And and what what's funny? It's I guess maybe I I think to myself the less I think about it, the less I talk about it. I you can I can keep from jinxing it or or whatnot. But it's it's nice to see it kind of coming at the end of the year where it's a celebration of sorts where. At the same time, I think it's it's like a trilogy, really, where you you've incorporated like this new Spider-Man. You've seen the journey, and then you're you're just seeing even despite how it's it's received, you just see like the progress from like 2008 or even earlier. I guess if you count like the Blade movies and things like that, or even for me having learned about like okay, there's this whole history. You have Marvel and DC, and they're doing their thing, and constantly competing and you have all the people that have created the comics done like the spin-offs, that this or that and making something that's such a masterpiece where it's like in 4k and you can see it so clearly now live and in person it it's amazing to see just how many people can work on something like that and just create something that a lot of people can enjoy from time and time. And then now you even get to go back and watch the movies from the, the two thousands and be like, wow, okay, this, these things really stood the test of time.
2: Yeah. They're, they're just universal concepts that people adhere to. Right. Yeah. And that really speak to people and ground them. Mm. Right. And it's, you know, those concepts never really go away. Yeah. Um, It's, there's always a new way of being fed the same sort of concepts but you know those are concepts that people need all the time. yeah like hope is one of them uh knowing perseverance pays off Mm. that's another um you know it's people need people need new ways of of understanding that not only ever is everything going to be okay but like go out and and be your best Mm. excel shoot for the stars yeah um and and not to be totally like naive but like things
0: will work out
1: Yeah. And they, they do. I mean, it may not work out how we may be imagined. It just been like, huh, I wouldn't have thought going down this road would have come out like this. And it's like started out over, what is it? Seven, eight years ago. Like just, just getting out of school right around this time and just thinking like, wow. Okay. So I'm ready, ready to graduate. Already worked a year collectively or three years if you spread it out, like doing technical work. And then it's like, okay, rolling around, crawling inside tanks. And like, what is this thing for again? And then you get back to school and people are talking about, like, oh yeah, I just put my feet up. We did do a little bit of CAD work, sitting in an air conditioned room. And it was nice. And I was like, man, I must be, I must not know what the heck I'm doing with my life. And then you fast forward and it's like, well, a lot of those experiences, they were pretty worthwhile. Met some pretty cool people, like in school, out of school. And then we're here, life is a little bit different. And like, just the experiences so far didn't have been a pleasure to have looking on it because it's like, maybe if that didn't happen, who knows what the people we, we would be today and um, what that would really entail. Like, who, who knows? Like, we're talking about Spider-Man, you've got Doctor Strange in there, and now we're looking at like. Multiverse. So it's like maybe there's another me walking around out there just like, oh, I went down this path. So life is a little bit different here. I've got kids, I've got like hundred cars or whatnot. It's like, who knows? <laughs> who knows? I
2: I know. Like, you know, the the, you know, you 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 have an image for something, um, you know, and it never turns out the, the way that you think. The the best thing about it is adapt. Mm-hmm for whatever situation you're in. Um, you know, when life hands you lemons, you can either throw back the lemons, make lemonade or start giving lemons to other people. Um, right. And, you know, throwing back lemons never works out. <laughs> you're just going to end up with those lemons again. Um, you know, making lemonade. Yeah, that sounds great, but that's going to be a shitload of lemonade if you get a lot of lemons. Um, be able to hand them off to, to people is and they can figure out how to get you key lime pie or something, you know, uh, well, key lemonade, lemon pie. Um, you know, they can come up with some creative ways to, to, to make things work out. And, yeah. um, you know, you think you're going to get lemonade and you're going to end up with something else. And it, it's, it's part of that journey that you have to take.
0: Mm.
2: Right. And the best thing that I think anyone can do, do right now is just saying, All right, this is the journey.
0: Yeah.
2: I kind of, I kind of know where I'm going and where I want to be. Um, but I'm going to kind of enjoy it along the way. Mm. And, and I think being open to opportunities, um, is, is really helpful. Um, to not only keep your spirit up, so to speak, while you're on your path, but also to give you more ways of getting to your end point. Right. I, my, my dad ha- always has a saying, you know, keep your, op- keep your options open. Um, it's like, okay, Dad, uh, but I kind of have to focus right now. Um, and what he means is like, okay, it's it's totally okay to to narrow down your focus on one thing at a time, as long as that one thing at a time gets you more stuff or gets you more options down the road. Right. Um, and when when you have an uncertain path, it's always good to have options. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: I, and I'm- and life is always uncertain. So <laughs> yeah, so he ends up being right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's funny how that works out with, with parents, but especially with, with dads where it's like, they, obviously they 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 didn't, they I was going to say they birthed us, but they didn't, like in a way they did, but like your mom birthed you, but they were a part of the process of bringing us here and like seeing that much further ahead of you and like giving you that guidance and just the wherewithal to say, hey, like, you're going to look back and be like, I was right. And it's like yeah, you were right. Fine. But, no, uh, Yeah, but being able to just see things from that perspective, I, I think it, it's important. And one, one question that I'd like to ask you, I, I try to ask this of everyone. Um, who do you say you are?
2: Damn it, Asher, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I am a dad who's committed to making sure that the world that I provide for my family is better than the world that I was provided. Not to say that the world I was provided was terrible or awful or wrong, but that I am a person that has left a positive mark at all times, whether that is through my job, my children, my family, my friends uh it is i am a person that brings the best in people and i'm going to use every single method that i know to do
1: that mm, i like that and it's funny i guess usually i, I yeah. try to, <laughs> usually i try to space out these two questions but um it might be interesting asking them back to back are you still who you said you were
2: no um you know there there are going to be times where you are challenged, and you have to understand that you cannot bring about the vision that you're that you're aiming to create the way you want. And and like you say, or like we alluded to, like there there are things along your path that are going to challenge
0: you, mm-hmm.
2: that are going to say to you. You know, you need to reassess, and there are going to be people in in your path that you cannot make a positive impression on all the time, and you, or leave it in a better or quote unquote better place, right? And sometimes you just have to you have to move on, right? And there are going to be situations where you have to, literally, and say I, I've done what I can. Right. And that comes with a lot of um, that, you know, after trying to maintain, a, hey, I'm a positive person. I'm, I'm committed to making everything work. You have to for your own. Help. I got, I got you. Yeah, that's me. We're, <laughs> we're talking with uh, Asher right now. Hey, that almost done. can you girls go into the other room? I'll be done in a few minutes. Yeah. Say hi, Asher.
0: Hi, Asher.
2: <laughs> hey. <laughs> Asher. Those, those are my two positive influences right now all right i'll be done in a few minutes okay okay, okay. can you guys go in the other room <laughs> please are you going to point yeah.
0: one
2: okay. second we'll no back. problem that she does it's like i'm gonna take it in my head <laughs> so, it's like i would not point the massage gun to your head that's not a good idea
1: right is it the, the percussion Everything. uh massage guns yeah gotcha yeah <laughs> I got one uh, it's, of those. it's just
2: you know, oh, yeah, yeah, in old case. It's yeah, you know. I got it from a friend. Um, you know, we're working towards a deadline, and you know, she's like, you know, you really awesome. Like, what what can I do for you? It's like, I don't need anything, thank you. So she ends up sending me some massage gun saying, like, you <laughs> Hey,
1: it works wonders. It does, it does. Um uh, it- it works out all the all the knots. But you you're just speaking on um just are you who you say you are? Are are you still who you say you are from your your answer before? And you were just going into not not um not all the time. It's like you can't always be who you are constantly. You have to be able to change and adapt.
2: You do have to be able to change and adapt, right? You have this vision of wow, I'm this positive influence on the world and and I'm I'm really just the bee's knees I'm really going to be this awesome person that's awesome to get along with and there's not going to be a bad day at all no you' have a bad day you know and hopefully that doesn't happen consecutive days right yeah the the thing that you have to be aware of is when it gets to that too many days like that in a row you got to change something right and you know you could say no we're going to do this positive thing we're going to be positive why can't we be positive you know and trying to force that, square peg through that round hole, that doesn't work. Right. You gotta you gotta take that square peg and put it into the square hole. Yeah. You know, you gotta find where it fits. Um and some of those days you have to be kind to yourself. Right. Um and you have to be kind to the people around you that are trying to help. Yeah. Right. Who you know that wow, you are a nice person. You're 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 good to your core, you you have people's best interests at heart and not just yourself. Um, you know don't beat yourself up kid. yeah right like you're gonna have a bad day if that doesn't define who you are yeah right um and having that mentality of you know be positive no matter what it's like yeah, yeah you know, still try to maintain that but also realize like when you got when you got a veer course just just don't try to you know again try to have that vision of who you are going to be
0: mm-hmm. and
2: not be receptive to what happens on to you along the way right yeah. it's the same thing with the mug yeah you have that vision of this is a nice coffee mug it's nice white you know shiny good varnish and if you try to care too much and you drop that part of yourself and it shatters because it's going to shatter and you know you're going to go through a change you're not going to be a static person you are dynamic um you you are constantly in surrounding your environment you're constantly surrounding people and you're constantly surrounded by challenges problems solutions fun times good times bad times Mm -hmm. you know a lot of it you you're you're a person that absorbs all of that and influences all of that um you're part of the universe Uh, now we're getting into your speaking and the universe is constantly flowing through you. And you've got to be able to change with the universe. So am I that positive person? Yes, I am. But I'm not the same positive person.
1: Mm. Very insightful. Thank you. Is there is there anything you're looking forward to in, in uh, the year 2022? And do you have any questions for me? I do have
2: questions for you. I'm looking forward to more questions with Asher. That's, that's one thing I, I really am really excited to. is reconnecting with you and being able to talk more about all sorts of gummy stuff but in conjunction with that yeah um i'm open to travel more we'll see if covid cooperates with that mm-hmm. um i'm really asking nicely this time um uh and there are a lot of family that i want to reach out and, and get more in touch with as part of that travel and I think, you know, just living life, man, I think there are times where you can kind of get sucked into a hole and you can have that some, some of that downtime and really you know start to um, really yearn for a positive experience, not knowing it at the time. And I think 2021, 2022, wow, uh, 2022 is going to be a year where I am just striving for a positive experience, no matter what it is. Yeah. Travel awesome. would be slow though. <laughs> <laughs> where where are you uh these days? Where are you located? I am in uh, Reston, Virginia. So mm-hmm. I am uh sort of outside the belt in the 495 um um area of Washington, DC. So it's on the Virginia side, but gotcha. sort of near the Potomac.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
2: North Virginia, very much close to you know, West uh, Maryland. Gotcha. Um West Virginia type area. There's a lot of good stuff, a lot of good hiking. Mm. Um, it's got hills. I, yeah. I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida, and, and uh, Valdosta, Georgia. Uh, there aren't any hills.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny because uh, you're you're in the Appalachians, right? Like yeah. Technically, so like that whole stretch.
2: Yeah, so if you're, your Appalachians are kind of here, um, yeah. Western's kind of like over here. Okay. Wine country is kind of like right here. So if you want to go hiking, you have to go through wine country, and you know you just kind of get a little bit too enamored to go hiking. <laughs> but if you have if you have the uh, determination, you make it yeah. pass without without stopping.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Well, yeah. I, I won't keep you too well, long. It's, I'll, it's I'll good times, be, man. I'll let you get back to the ladies and uh, mm-hmm. let let them uh, uh, have fun during this holiday season, but I appreciate the time and thank you so much for, uh, being on the podcast, and getting a chance to catch up with you. Thank you, Asher.
2: You know, it's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed, uh, getting in connection with you and, um, I think, you know, Hey, contact me whenever I'm, I'm ready to talk. Appreciate you know, that,
1: Well, do. Hey, I'll be in touch. See you. Yeah. Happy
2: holidays. Safe travels and good luck in, uh, Valdosta. When When are you leaving? Uh, I'll be leaving
1: Thanksgiving weekend. So I'll be starting right after like the Monday following Thanksgiving.
2: So I'm going to be in Valdosta this next week. Awesome. I'll I'll, I'll leave some good words for you. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Cool. Take
1: care. Until next time. Until next time.